Hi everyone, it's Fanny and Charlotte, and you're listening to Binge Till You Cringe. Hi everyone, welcome back. So, today is such an exciting episode. I'm jumping off the walls. I'm so freaking excited because we are going to be talking about a new a movie that's a little more recent than the other ones because we've been talking about cringy 80s movies yes. mainly. And for like the whole this whole journey yeah. of our podcast has been about cringy 80s movies. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We want to expand our audience and we don't blame you if you haven't seen these 80s movies. They're old. They're, they're cringy. Old. There's a reason they're on binge till you cringe. So we decided we should open up our horizon, broaden our horizons, mm-hmm. I mean, and try something a little more newer. So A little newer, I mean. And also, this is another exciting episode because we're starting, this is the first episode of a new series. It's called FSF. And... Um, the main concept behind concept behind FSF is that we're going to be picking a famous movie series and we're going to choose the worst rated movie from that series mm-hmm. on that's worst rated on Rotten Tomatoes and we're going to talk about it, critique it, and figure out, get to the bottom of why it was rated the way it was rated. Because FSF stands for Film Series Flops. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, for this first episode of Film Series Flops, Mm -hmm. we are going to be talking about, drumroll please, Harry Potter, which is one of our favorite movie slash book series. Yes, it's absolutely incredible. We love it. It's just so magical. We literally grew up with the characters. It's incredible. We just love it. So, today, a quick explanation. The worst rated movie in the Harry Potter series is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Mm-hmm. But because it's part of it's part 1 of a Part 2 movie... Uh, it's complex, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. A movie... <laughs> whatever it's called. Um, and the Part 2 is the best rated movie in the series it doesn't really make sense it doesn't really make sense and they don't really it's hard we're not we decided not to do two movies yeah so we're gonna do one which is the second worst rated movie and so harry potter and the deathly hallows part one was rated 70 77 percent on rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. and harry potter and the order of the phoenix which is the fifth movie yes is rated 78 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So, we're going to do that one. Yeah. So, before we start, Fanny's going to read a quick synopsis of the movie. Okay. Let's do this. Now in his fifth year at Hogwarts, Harry, Daniel Radcliffe, learns that many in the wizarding community do not know the truth of his encounter, encounter with Lord Voldemort. Cornelius Fudge, Minister of Magic, appoints his toady, Dolores Umbridge, as defense against the de- dark arts teacher, for he fears that Professor Dumbledore will take his job. But her teaching is deficient and her methods cruel, so Harry prepares a group of students to defend the school against a rising tide of evil. Pretty good. So, we are going to do this movie that we personally loved, so we're going to kind of see and kind of prove um, why people rated it this badly. Or yeah. Not that bad, but... Why it was one of the worst-ranked movies in the Harry Potter series. Well, yeah. Okay, so, before we start, quick, 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 no explanation needed, quick-fire questions. Favorite character? Snape. Okay. My favorite character is Lumi Lovegood slash, um, Ron Mine's Snape Weasley. slash Dumbledore. Slash the Weasley Brothers. Okay. <laughs> um, second quick-fire question, worst, or least favorite character? Beatrix, Bellatrix, sorry, Bellatrix. and what's her name? 
Ron's girlfriend in the fourth movie, I think. Or the sixth. Six. The sixth movie. Lavender Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's Lavender Brown as well. And also, um, the guy who pretends to be Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, yeah. Oh, quick disclaimer, really quick. Um, we will be spoiling a lot in this movie. Because yes. we've seen the whole film series, read all the books. Yes. And so... If you are planning on reading the books and you haven't done it yet and you don't want to get spoiled, listen to another episode. Yes, go see our last latest episode. Um, Can't Buy Me Love. That was a pretty good episode. So yeah, go or Ghostbusters. Any of the any of the episodes. Okay, so um, let's get started. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Jump right in. Oh, actually, I have a last quick fire question. Of course. Who's your celeb crush in this movie series? I don't know. I like Scabbers. Yeah, I think Scabbers <laughs> is a real hottie. Also, the can... ogre from Halloween, OMG. He's on fire. The ogre from Halloween. From the first movie? Huh? The first movie. There was an ogre in the bathroom. Or a oh troll. Oh my god, yeah, the troll. He's on fire. Oh my god. Oof. No, but honestly, Neville did have a, an enormous glow up in the seventh movie. Yeah, he's not that good looking. Cedric Diggory, though, pretty Oof. good looking. Okay, okay, and to be honest, to be a little tiny bit honest, I did for, like, this, I gotta say, sixth to seventh movie, movie I did have a crush on Malfoy. Sorry. Lucius? What? Lucius haired Malfoy. JK, the actual uh, Draco Malfoy. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, first, why did, why did I say it like that? First of all, um, no. First of all. Uh, at the beginning, we see Dudley. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Any thoughts? Okay. Okay, first off, I have a fun fact. Did you actually know, I actually, I think I read this in a magazine. Dudley got really, really, you know how Dudley used to be kind of chubby? Mm-hmm. Dudley lost, the guy who played Dudley lost a lot of weight, but I mean a lot of weight, in the fifth movie. So, they had to put, like, a weight, kind of fake, you know how they have pregnant belly, fake pads? Yeah. They kind of did that for, like, for normal weight for a guy, and they had to add that to him. I'm not sure if that's true, but I heard that in a magazine, I think, (laughs) so. Okay. Um, so, I don't really have that many impressions on Dudley. I think that his role is portrayed as, like, a terrible person. I know. Beating up ten-year-olds. I know. He's trying to be that kind of British gangster guy. Yeah, he's wearing chains, the cool shorts, whatever. Um, but I do have an opinion on Vernon. Mm-hmm. Oof, his style. <laughs> with the socks and the brickett stocks on top. I know. He's such so a visker girl. And I oop. Anyway. Um, so... Then I feel uh, I feel like after oh actually this should be a good time to read uh, some trivia trivia from IMDb. Okay, so during his filming, Alec a- Alan sorry Alan Rickman <laughs> banned Matthew Lewis and Rupert Grint from being within five meters of his new BMW because during the making of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in two thousand five they spilled a milkshake in his car. No, really? I feel like it happens to everyone though. Actually, yeah. no. I've never spilled something in a car. That's kind of, like, rude, though, isn't it? They didn't do it on purpose. Well, I feel like that's such, 
Like, that's what the twins would do 100%. Oh, yeah, the Weasley twins, for sure. Yeah. But they, I feel like they do it on purpose and make it so that he slides. But there were so the many pranks, because I actually, they're, like, really big pranksters on set. The, I saw this video um, on YouTube where the they actors, put a farting Albus and um, Snape, yeah, they put a farting <laughs> machine, and then when everybody was, like, asleep in the Great Hall, I think, of the mm-hmm. seventh movie, or, the, no, the sixth movie. Yeah. Uh, everybody starts farting, and then it was just really yeah. funny. Speaking of pranksters, the Weasley brothers are out here thriving. I know. Yes, business owners. Yes, entrepreneurs. Like, I they know. literally, they, they're taking their small business and bringing it up. Like, I can't, I love the scene in the sixth movie when they come in and you see all the candy and all that. But I love how they're, but it's interesting to see how they're starting off by s- selling it to people in their school but also like they're starting off small but they're why do they have out. such a crummy house i mean they're making a fortune out of this well i mean i feel i like the house it's very endearing i don't really like it but <laughs> you know we all have our opinions okay anyway so speaking of um the weasley brothers at the beginning everyone in the weasley family plus harry and mm-hmm. sirius are at this uh sirius black's house yes and creature is there the house elf? Yeah. He is... is... He's basically an old house elf who has prejudice against werewolves and mudbugs. I know. But the guy who plays him, the guy behind the voice... Like yeah, voice, I was gonna say, he's, he's animated. He's so good. Like, he literally takes the role of creature and brings it to the next level. He, like, literally... I don't know. I thought he was really talented. I don't know who he is, but he really just interpreted creature so well. Yeah. Well, I mean, Creature is kind of, I don't know. He annoys me. He has, I feel yeah. like he has kind of anger management issues. I don't like the character himself. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, I love how he, the actor he did it. Um, speaking of anger management issues, Harry is literally going off on Ron and Hermione constantly. He's so rude. Like, hashtag toxic. Jeez Louise. He's, yeah. he's constantly yelling at them for no reason. It's like, you didn't write to me this summer. What happened there, huh? And it's like, okay, <sighs> not all of us have the summer to do nothing. I would, like, no sit him down and be like, Harry, I can't be your friend if you're screaming at me. Yeah, and, like, Ron defends him in front of Seamus, mm-hmm. and he, and then Harry yells at him. I know. Who I does really that? At the same time, Ron is kind of creepy. I know. He was, Harry was having a nightmare, and he literally wakes up, Ron is sitting there staring at him, and it's unexplained. It's Tell me that's creepy. not cringy slash creepy. It's like a ghost, sort of. Like, Ron reminds me, since he's, like, super pale, mm-hmm. I could totally see him as that kind of from-the-past ghost. Does that make sense? <laughs> not, well, oh, like a of. ghost coming back from the past? Yeah, I don't know how to say that. I guess. Because, like, there's, he's so pale. Yeah, I see what you mean. Speaking of pale, we got to talk about Lucius Malfoy. Luscious haired yeah. Malfoy. <laughs> have a, Sean and I have a nickname called Luscious Hair Malfoy because instead of Lucius. Because he has, like, such, like, long hair. He has hair. such long, luscious <laughs> hair. And um, I feel like if he were, and like, Snape an, wants to be, like, his friend. <laughs> Snape and him talk about hairstyles all the time. Maybe that's why he entered, like, the Death Eaters. <laughs> Just, like, I need to be friends with Luscious. I know, like, we need to talk about your the shampoo. hair. I feel like if Lush, Lucius Malfoy, I keep calling Lush. him Luscious, I'm going to call him Luscious from now on. I feel like if Luscious was now, 
<laughs> that's so weird. Lucious. I feel like if Lucius was now a Instagram influencer, he'd oh my con- God. constantly be sponsored be like, by Hello, shampoo everyone. brands. This conditioner here. from Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty sponsor us. But I know. We love that. I love their brand. It's so good. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on Draco in this movie? No, really. Yeah. He just acts like himself. Yeah. So, speaking of Lucius, the first time we see him in the movie is right before Harry's trial. And so, right before Harry's trial, uh, during Harry's trial, um, do you have any thoughts on the trial in specific? Are they going to a graduation? Because, like, all the people <laughs> it like, there... Yeah. It looks like, like they're wearing graduating caps. I know. It's like they're going to take out a tambourine and start singing. Yeah, and give him a diploma or something. Yeah. Um, During the... the during the ceremony. <laughs> now we're going to call it a ceremony. During the trial, I find it funny that um, Dumbledore comes in, and his name is, like, very cringy, but I feel like the, the actor who plays Dumbledore mm-hmm. sort of knew how to play it right. So He's, that, like, such so a kind of like actor. a wink to the camera. Like, yeah. he goes, Albus Percival Wolfric Brian. Dumbledore. Like, you could tell that after all those names, Brian... But he said it in that kind of sophisticated, like, comedy British actor. Yeah. He's like, Brian. Like, okay. so funny. Okay, speaking of trial, I'm having serious questions about the Wizarding... Black? No, no. (laughs) No, I'm having serious questions about the Wizarding World's judicial system. Like, this is not... This is not the main issue. They're literally so judgy. I guess, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, exactly. Like, the judge, who is Fudge. <laughs> the, the judge named Fudge. Um, do you guys want to hear me start a rap contest with Fudge? I'm a, ju- um, I'm a judge named Fudge, and I'm kind of judgy. Yeah. Well, we'll work on we'll it. We'll work on it, guys. Anyway. We'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> judge is, the judge is so biased. Mm-hmm. Judges are supposed to, well, I don't know, he voted, he goes, okay, who votes against Potter? And he literally raises a hand. Do you think Potter would do that just in the muggle world, even though he knew that? Like, I'm going to practice that in front of my friend. Woo! Or, like, there's a literal Dementor. Why else would he use the spell? This kid's well, not stupid. don't want to believe that there's a... I know. It's like, this should be illegal. You know what I mean? Anyway, speaking of which, Umbridge really thinks she's being a savage by calling out Dumbledore, but she just sounds like an idiot. I know. Like, who wears pink under their, like, robes? robes? <laughs> it really sounds like a graduation at this point. I know. Um, so, wait. What was... Do you like have a High School Musical. Like, oh, my Shem- God, yeah. Hey, We're what's all her name? in this together. Okay, um, anyway. <laughs> That's a quick intermission. Um, do you have any thoughts on Umbridge, in specific? Um, she's annoying. Really, and I mean really, really, really annoying. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Umbridge is kind of frustrating, and her um, punishments are literally child abuse. I know. Um, I feel like it's there like should they be, like, a department a for child abuse here, because, yeah. Um, and also, she just thinks she's very slick. She's not. I know, it's like they're using a knife to write on the poor kid's hand. Like, yeah, I know. her punishment, so she's basically... She's carving their skin. I know, basically, well, the punishment... Well, if you know, you know. Yeah. The punishments suck. Anyway, um, we're back in Hogwarts. Let's dive right into Hogwarts. Mm. First of all, you, have you seen the Great Hall? Just, guys, try to picture it. Find an image of it or something. Now imagine Hogwarts with a candle shortage. <laughs> what it's would like, you do then? They're sponsored by TJ Maxx, but, you know, it's COVID, so 
Yeah. We don't have the candles. We don't have the candles. We can't wear candles from TJ Maxx. But also, like, I don't know what's wrong, but how do they make the food look so good? Literally, like, at yeah. the Great Hall. I mean, I feel like watching O-M-G. Ron eat takes out a lot of yeah, appetite for it kind of, like, doesn't make but... me that hungry. But otherwise, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Anyway, um... Okay, I just thought of something. Do you remember when Sirius comes up in the flames? Oh, the flames that in the common room? Yeah. I just really wanted the whole time he was talking. I just wanted to go, this girl is on fire. <laughs> be serious, Fanny. Okay. Get it? Oh, be serious, Black. Okay, I, I didn't it. mean it that way. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it in a mean <laughs> no. way. Um, so, do you have any thoughts on couples in the Harry Potter series? Okay. In this, in this movie. Oh, by the way, in this talking movie, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Talking about crushes. Um, I have a huge crush on Dean in the seventh movie. Dean Thomas. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah. He gets biceps, dude. <laughs> okay. And literally, I don't think biceps I don't think... should be in your mind when the Dark Lord has come back, <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> But literally, him and Ginny don't make a good couple. Like Harry, thank you. Next. Oh, yeah. I Dean see. and. Ginny. Okay, well, let's talk about couples in this film. What do you think of Cho Chang and Harry? Okay, I don't like her. She's annoying. Because she is a telltale. Well, I mean, she didn't really have a choice, but. Okay, but like she definitely honestly, them out, yeah. They literally started this whole thing to be rebellious against, like, Umbridge. Guess what? She's not that rebellious, actually. She gave in to Umbridge's, like, spell, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to think of Cho Chang. I feel like, oh, She disappointed I do, me. I used to was, like her, but no, now I'm like... What was so cringy was the fact that um, Harry and Cho Chang are literally talking about her ex-boy... Her dead ex-boyfriend, Cedric... R.I.P. Oh yeah, I and remember that. he and then they kiss, and apparently she was crying while they were kissing. I know, and then like, I'm so sorry. By the way, I'm so sorry. Why would she kiss Cat? the guy? This is so awkward. I would never kiss the guy who was literally there when her boyfriend broke. My up. boyfriend died. died. Like, yeah. why? That it's like, why? It's so messed up. In front of the, they both look at the picture of Cedric and then kiss, and she and cries then while not kissing. Even that. The worst part is when they go back to the common room. Ron's like, "How was it?" I'm like, "God!" Oh, dude, like seriously, dude, catch a hand. Like, oh no, God. it's so that part. So and then Harry says I would it was wet. Just for that, he literally said it was wet. I know. Well, that was kind of funny because then they have okay. the whole thing with Hermione. I know, but, but the, it's the f- still oh. kind of perverted, if you know what I mean. Okay, so anyway. Speaking of perverted, I thought it was kind of weird how, you know how, like, um, uh, Snape uses occlumency on Harry to look through his thoughts? What if, like, Harry was, like, an actual creep, and then, um... Oh my god, that would be so disturbing. Like, that (laughs) Snape looks through his thoughts, and it's just a bunch of perverted thoughts. And then Snape's like, oh... Um, that's awkward. <clears throat> okay. That would be so awkward, though, if you That'd found so someone's awkward. deepest thoughts and they were actually Mine's really weird. Mine's would be TikToks. <laughs> um, you can really see Charlotte's true passion for TikTok oh, in yes. this. Anyway. Speaking of teachers, 
I feel like all teachers are ob- completely oblivious to Draco being a complete, um, I don't want to be, um, forward here, but jerk. Yeah, he is. He's also very racist. He's racist? Yes. What do you to mean? To Mugbloods. Or... Oh, yeah, okay. But also, not, like, if it weren't for his good looks, I would be like, um, excuse moi and I would literally slap. <laughs> excuse moi and I would literally take my hydro flask and be like, idiot, and attack him. Be like, let's go, girls, attack. I feel like also he's like a hippogriff. Hippogriff. I mean a hypocrite. I was gonna say hippogriff. She's the least. He's the opposite of a hippogriff, but he's a little bit of a hypocrite. Hypocrite because he he always acts so tough, and then in the end he he acts like he acts like a little baby and cries. And plus, he even like told Ron, "You guys are poor." Yeah, yeah. I feel like guess what? If you guys want to listen to more podcasts about. Um, Harry Potter. The Potterless yeah. podcast is oh awesome. Oh my god! But um, the the person who talks in the Potterless podcast, he like, he says that I Draco was... is like the worst kind of bully. Yeah. Because he doesn't really put effort. He's not like, wah, wah, I don't like your haircut. He's yeah. like, your mom's dead. Your parents are <laughs> dead, and you're poor. So but plus, Ron's not that poor. I mean, did you see his like brothers? They're yeah, making they his thousand dollars. But I don't business. know if they're gonna be spending it all on. How is his family? Malfoy like rich though? Lucius, luscious, because luscious hair. Because they're sponsored. Yeah, I was gonna say they're um, making oh all their God. money from Luscious's hair sponsor. What if the Malfoy? Man- I think it's called Malfoy Mansion, right? Or whatever it's Manor? called. Manor, Manor, something like that. Yeah. What if they have? <laughs> oh my God. What if they have a studio <laughs> where Lucius, Lucius, Luscious makes his like YouTube videos? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I have this function of beauty hair um, shampoo, so I like literally. I like it guys... because it's the peach scent. And then you go back into the living room and you're like, I am finished, and it's like all dark. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, speaking of hypocrites, Seamus. Oh my god, when he Seamus apologizes, oh, the Irish guy who got mad guy. at Harry in the beginning, and he's then, a hypocrite too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, because he apologizes, when he apologized, I couldn't help think the quote from The Office where he goes, how the turntables, <laughs> because literally he just decides to change his mind all out how at the, the end. How the tables have turned, ooh, yeah. Anyway, can we talk about another hottie in this movie series? Scabber? No, 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 <laughs> Groppy. Oh. <laughs> it's, um, oh my god, which like, is, I would definitely take my bike and be like, ring, ring, honey. <laughs> If you don't um, know what I'm talking about. If you about. know, if you know, you know. If yeah. you've seen the movie recently, you know. Yeah. Um, I think you guys should rewatch ha- the movie to understand what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, but um, Hagrid's half-brother is the troll. And I know. I feel like he's kind of cute. No, not not like that. <laughs> but he's, like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's cute, kind of though. endearing. Um, speaking yeah. of endearing, Fred and George are kings. They're so nice. First of all, small business entrepreneur. I feel like this is us. 22 minutes of us just being like, Fred and George are the best. We love them so much. But um, seriously, this <gasps> poor little... they were actual influencers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to our shop. Hi, Auntie. Hi, Auntie. Welcome what to our What if they had a podcast? What if they were like, hey, guys, we're going to do our life and style. How to get, like, a million dollars in a small business. Yeah. Seriously. I feel like they'd be, like, business podcast hosts i know um so they're kings because they're so nice they can solve a little I know. random boy crying who's like oh my God, i don't even hurts, know that whatever thing. and uh, 
<laughs> Neither do they, apparently. <laughs> but then they rebel, and then they leave, and that's no. a send-off But right honestly, there. what makes them, like, the kings are literally when everybody's in the, um, uh, the, uh, what's it called, the room? Uh, the, the banquet hall, or what's it called? The great hall. The great hall. The great hall. Um, Umbridge has them writing on paper, and then they literally fly in with brooms and have literal 4th of July fireworks in the air, yeah. and it's literally so cool. So, I feel like we've sort of reached an end and a conclusion that we really like the, um... Uh, Order of the Phoenix, but mm-hmm. I feel like now we just have to focus on the main points of why we think, why do we think that um, this got such a bad rating? Um, I First of all, wait, I'm just going to start it off. Um, this is, I searched the Los Angeles Times. This is why yeah. they think it is. Thinned down from the series' longest books, Phoenix can't shake an episodic feeling that makes it difficult to develop momentum. Mm-hmm. Though many of its elements are strong, including the newcomer Ivana Lynch as the spacey Luna Lovegood, and also finally, the death of you know yeah, who. not you know who, not you know who you Cedric. Know. That's in the fourth. No, um, not Cedric. Um, you know, I don't want to say it. No one you, dies in this. In yes. this. In this movie. In this movie. Movie. In the this club, movie. In this movie. Literally, Harry's only family member. Oh yeah, Sirius passes away. I know it's so that's sad. true. Um, we have, we didn't even talk about that. There's I know. so much. There's like a here. huge fight with the demen, not the demen. It's fine. We don't need to explain it. You, if you know, if you know, you, you know. know. We say this like thirty times. Anyway, movie. can't shake an episodic feeling that makes it difficult to develop momentum. Though many of its elements are strong, including newcomer Evina Lynch as the spacey Luna Lovegood, mm-hmm. it fi- it can't. It finally can't transcend the limitations inherent in being a more than a way station to into an in an epic journey, a journey whose cinematic conclusion is ser- several years away. I think this is. I told Finny in the beginning. I thought this was kind of an episode movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like if it were if Harry Potter the series was a TV show, I feel like the Order of the Phoenix. It's a good movie in this all in all in the series because I feel like it's perfect middle episode. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. If it were but like the series itself is so intense and it feels like a movie. But that's why it, the whole thing was rated like such a good rating. Yeah. Because it was just it just went perfectly in the middle. And I think that's why the part two of Deathly exactly. Hallows was the highest rating. Because exactly. it's like the conclusion. It's the conclusion. And it's it like really they just have the climax which is like part one sort of and, and ended on a dramatic two. good note. Yeah exactly. And I feel like even in this conversation we just had about mm-hmm. this movie, mm-hmm. I feel like we couldn't help but mention things that happened before, things that happened yeah. after. So it's exactly the middle. And I, so I feel like when yeah. people criticize this movie, they're just talking about this movie by itself. Yeah. So when we're thinking about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, what comes up is great stuff because uh-huh. it's, but it's 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 stuff that we've it's based on we stuff that's around up. it. Yeah. Also, it's like a circle of life, and also that's what I love about J.K. Rowling. Her writing, I always wanted to be this kind of writing. When I write, like, my, like, little stories uh, on paper, I'm, like, literally, I want to make it. So, I love her writing because it all adds up. Exactly. And I think that's just so, like, but I feel <gasps> like breathtaking. I love that. Be- the only, the reason we love Order of the Phoenix is because mm-hmm. it's a great way to, con- to, to transition into, like, the mm-hmm. more it's serious movie. It's a smooth transition. transition. But if you look at the movie itself by itself, mm-hmm. it's really hard to critique it 
fairly because you're going to have to take into consideration the fact that it's part of a series and it's exactly it, it really you can't watch it alone you know what i mean you can't you can't start the series by watching that movie i feel like that's why you it's kind of like a series because you kind of need to know what happened before exactly like yeah. you said you it just doesn't i feel like this movie doesn't stand yeah. alone and that's probably why and you really right need to understand the character's perspective. You gotta, you've gotta, you've gotta see the movies before because you, you've yeah. already seen Harry develop, Hermione develop, Ron develop, all these people. So, so it's like, yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't ever like seen the Harry Potter movies, we a hundred percent recommend. We literally, it's like breathtaking. It's incredible, and the books as well. It's exactly, such like interesting. So, yeah, that's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Thank you so much for listening to Binge Till You Cringe. If you like this film series flops episode on our podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much to us. Yes, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And also leave us a voice recording if you want on Anchor. Um, And also follow us and leave us a message or comment on our Instagram at Binge Till You Cringe Podcast underscore. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.